And here we are. We are live at the WTGS Fall Symposium 2023, where we're streaming. PBE Podcast got the honor to stream this event live. All the technical talks, the panel discussion coming out later today at 2 o'clock with Dave Cannon, Mike Party, Lori Blong's husband, the mayor of Midland's husband's going to be there, Callum from Texas Tech University. That panel discussion is going to be fascinating. But, you know, when you start putting in time at these events, which I my first one was in 2013, you start to really identify the people and the characters, the ones that are really here, they're really in it, they have these relationships, right? And they, yes. I heard this recently, the one with the most relationships is usually the most successful. Relationships are a big part of this business. So People when I, do business with people. That's right. And people hang out with people who are in industry. Doctors hang with doctors, geos hang with geos. So... I saw Miss Sue, I'm like, oh man, what a fire, what a like a, a beam of light, a firecracker when she needs to be. Like, who is Miss Sue? Where does this all come from? Tell your story, please. So I got into this oil business a little late um, because I was going to be a doctor. Whoa, doctor of what? I was going what? to pre-med. And when they saw my first year's uh, grades, they said, um, you need to find something else. <laughs> Biology's <laughs> not working out. So the chemistry was actually ah. a, you know, something I made decent grades in. Nice. How I didn't end up becoming a geochemist, I don't know. But it started out with the influence of a geologist. Really? So I had a, I was, I was on my way to be a chemical engineer. And I got a summer job with a company called Mitchell Energy. Mitchell. As George in Mitchell's George company, Mitchell? as in the man that was the geologist and led that whole idea of um, tight rock. In the Barnett? And the Barnett oh and wanted to know more goodness. about fracking. So anyway, my summer job was actually a water flood. What? But the coolest thing was the geologist that said, okay, this is how we're going to measure the water cut. We drink these Cokes, and then we go out to this well, and then we turn it on, and then we yeah. let it settle. Yeah. And then Make we sure go, to take well, the that's off. about 60% water <laughs> cut. That one's about 30. So that was my summer job, to drink the Coke and go and take oh, the measurements out of the wells and then come back and make a map. Because yeah. we needed to know the map. And then that kind of got me that whole idea about how do you water flood? What's the front looking like? How are we moving through the reservoir? And that got me to go back to university in the fall and change to petroleum engineering. Whoa. So you went So it was chemical. the influence of a geologist. Well, yeah, I actually looked at, you know, geology, but I was almost going to have to start over. Since I had already started in the engineering world, uh, it was like, okay, well, you've got this, this, and this that, you know. Right. Daddy right. wasn't going to keep paying for college forever. <laughs> <laughs> you were figuring that out. Yeah. So that was, then the next summer I came back again and worked at Mitchell, and it was so exciting. I got there the very first day. And so that meant that I had actually made the cut, and I was in the phone book, their little old-fashioned phone book. that You were in you, the Rolodex. You made the Rolodex. The, I made the Rolodex that year. So this man calls me up, and he says, Sue Pritchett? Your you last said, name? Miss Sue. Well, Miss, Miss, Sue. <laughs> Miss Sue Pritchett? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, this is Earl Pritchett. I'm coming down to meet you. Yes, sir. Whoa. So we got to talking, and he was their regulatory man uh, at Mitchell Energy. 
happened to know a chief engineer that worked at the Railroad Commission. My next job that fall was to go to work at the Railroad Commission. No way. Very unusual for a mediocre student in a bachelor's <laughs> program to get a job at the commission. Most of them were PhD candidates, wow. some of them postdocs, masters. What was it? Your this intensity? This was the new, basically my personality. Personality. I love the oil and gas. I love learning. I love You're being smart. curious. Yeah. Yes. So I just talked my way into getting that job too. You're just a loose <laughs> electron out there. <laughs> exactly. So that's how this came about. I uh, got that job. Finished. You know, didn't ma didn't graduate cum laude. Graduated thank you laude. <laughs> and thanks to the railroad commission. <laughs> that's so good. So then I ended up with a real job. Okay. At an oil and gas company, searching for um, onshore, offshore, and it was I got to work with guys that eventually became Denbury, because no I got kidding. to work with guys that eventually became Cross Timbers, also known as XTO, wow. and we did projects at this little oil company in Dallas where we were learning how to frack. We did multiple stages. We tagged them with radioactive isotopes. We ran logs again to go see where they had fracked, then run a production log, try to find out which ones are producing more, why is this zone producing more than that zone. So it got back to the geologists. Yeah. We had to actually go to a different building <laughs> to talk to the geologists. You walk in, there's a bunch of beer cans exactly. on the floor. You're like, what's going you on You have here? no idea the influence <laughs> that Captain Beer had on my life. So... Let's rock it back to George Mitchell days. You got to meet that guy? What's he like? I got to like? meet that what's, guy what's, and some of his family. He was amazing. Really? Yes. What's it about he, him? He just, he, people were people. I mean, he had a huge family, and he really did, I mean, what the Mitchells did for Galveston, what the Mitchells have done for the Woodlands, um, and I know when they first built his campus, the idea was there were no buildings taller than the trees. Oh, and ExxonMobil, wow. when they rebuilt their campus out there, they complied with what is no longer the rules, but they kept their buildings underneath the tree level. Wow. And that was that whole idea, that he wanted, he wanted the work industry to fit into the woodlands and stay in what amongst the trees. Huh? Yep. So he, yeah, he was a pretty, I mean, we had picnics, um, with everybody, different departments, meet you know, out on the in 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 the area that they had picnics, and they they were always doing things for the community. So yeah, the George Mitchell family, and and Mrs. Mitchell as well, um, the Moody Gardens and all of that. So it's it's amazing. Well, that's like Mrs. Faskin, you know, Mrs. they've Faskin. done some they've done some amazing things too, and that's what I'm gonna you know. Wow. That's that's the company that we've been doing a lot of work for is Fast right. Ranch. So right, in that that's the talk is at one o'clock today. One o'clock, Paratosh Point O goes on. That's right. Really? Yes. Okay. What's he talking about? So he is talking about a reservoir characterization of multi-bench stratigraphic intervals, and it's the insight to the um, high density oh, nice. Fairfield data, yeah, and tying it to the reservoir and reservoir characterization. So yeah, that's been my history in the oil and gas industry, so from under, trying to understand the geology of the different reservoirs, and then how do you in, incorporate and integrate the engineering side of it, and how do you make a strategy to take it to, I mean, my first job at Insert, I mean at Icon, 
was to put together a Gulf of Mexico pressure regional study. No way. Which to this day, even though a lot of the wells have been drilled since then, we've tested it with new wells. And the, the overall, because of, the, because of that integrated workflow and the deliberate integration of all the data that you can find, it helps understand the geology, the pressure. I think there's one little area around Green Knoll, which I think is like an escape hatch, that we didn't get the wells exactly right. But for most part, But for the most part, the entire six, what do you call them, protraction areas. How big of an area is that? Like miles and miles? Oh, miles and miles, yeah. It's the, we didn't that. quite go as far north in Mississippi Canyon, um, but we have six of those Gulf of Mexico protractions. So, yeah. How did you get into Icon? How does that go? Poor pressure. Poor pressure. Poor pressure. So just... Before um, Mr. Bridges' company was bought by Halliburton, I worked there and hung out with all these geologists that explained to me the mechanisms of poor pressure. Again, it gets back to geology. Yeah. So that, you know, by not being a geologist, I just have to keep hanging out with everybody that's a geologist. Even married one. What? No way. <laughs> You're the ultimate integrator. You're the <laughs> ultimate engineer integrating into geology world. Yes. And geophysicist. That's I mean, talk fantastic. about some of the gearheads. Fantastic. Yeah. So you went from Halliburton to Icon? No, I got out of it before Halliburton got them. Okay. It was uh, Drillworks. Drillworks. Huh. Yeah. So that's how Icon Science now incorporates... Um, we're actually about to launch a real-time core pressure part. Well, actually, we have well surveillance now. And there's. it's going to also become a part of Rock Dock. Because, you know, we have Rock Dock, which only are okay for Kemper. Okay. And um, the Rock Dock has been around almost 23 years. Wow. You know, we're, we're going to have a big party. I know Icon is famous for some of their big parties. Oh, yeah. But Icon Science is going to have a big party on our 25th anniversary. So you got to be a user to be at the party. Ah, I like so. that. <laughs> I like that. So what, uh, what does Icon do exactly? What is the business model Icon Science. Icon Science is a software service company that allows the integration of all the data from core, petrophysics, geologic mapping, seismic, to better understand reservoir characterization and optimize production ultimately. Bottom line. Bottom line. Now, what's this monitoring stuff you're talking about, though? You guys actually have equipment like that that does the monitoring? We do, no. Okay. We will get either the Witzemel read or okay. we Your have, software can take it in. Yes. We are very good at ingesting a lot of data, different are kinds you, of data, even awkward, weird, you know, some of those laboratory results <laughs> of core data. We'll be at the core workshop tomorrow afternoon. Come talk to me a yes. little bit more about that. Do you take in drilling data? We take in drilling data. Whoa. As they're drilling the well, as they're drilling, weight yep. on bit, and all of a sudden you're seeing yes. gas kicks. and Yes. How so we can do the pre-drill prediction as well as monitor it while it's being drilled. How about that? So if you want the a la carte, like, I want everything that Icon Science does, how do you approach that? I know everyone's going to have a slightly different need and all that, but like, does someone have everything you do and like your customer service is like are always talking to them and yes I Whoa. mean we we're 
We are fortunate to have been adopted early into the majors. We do a lot of the services for the independents. Um, and even some of the independents that have decided they really do want to have somebody that runs the software and integrate everything, that's, we, we, have, we actually have an award-winning support system for mm -hmm. our software. And that's actually where Perry started, and we are continuing that. But we get, we get rated all the time as being the best responders to helping people with our software rock doc it's a big deal and we're we're building that other side of the business where we're integrating the knowledge management of a lot of those kind of like I said unique um, awkward data from core and we're even building our own uh, generated AI Wow I'll, next year I'll tell you more about that right on because, I'll be here yeah and I'll be here too. <laughs> now, if you could reflect right back on like that first job and, and coming out of school and you, you're, you're this, you're unique, you're unique and you have unique experiences. If you could reflect back on that and then tell someone today that might be in your situation, what is it about your personality that can be like learnable or understandable? Like some people just uniquely have charisma, right? But some people don't. Like, well, what is it? even if you don't have that, stay curious. Because curiosity, the, the desire to learn and want to know more, I'm sure I annoyed my mother my whole life. Why? <laughs> why? Why? All those little kids that go, why? Yeah. Why? That's what they want to know. Why? It's and because I said. <laughs> exactly. I got that too. And... Um, but it's the, it's the design, and that's just it. I think the oil and gas industry shows. Every time somebody says we've, had, we've, we've hit the creaming, you know, we've, we're, we're done with oil and gas. Yeah. No, we figure out a new technology. I mean, look at what the Permian is. My drilling professor said, where do you find oil? Where do you find oil? So what have we done? We drilled horizontal now in the Permian, yeah. and we have a whole new boom again. Yeah. So the technology, and that's kind of that whole, you know, secondary enhanced oil recovery. If we can figure out, think about it, 1% increase in oh, the man. billions of barrels that have been produced from the Permian, that's, right. that's another whole creaming curve, you know, buster. Yeah. So the whole, and, and you, you know, we don't want to get into politics here, but we've had seven presidents that wanted to be energy independent. Yeah. Well, with, with the shale play, we were. Wow. So think about it. It's, yeah. It's, we will, we, that was the other thing that busted one of those creaming curves. You know, nobody anticipated what we were going to be able to do in the shales. Whoever would have yeah. said this pain thing that we had to drill through or the source rock yep. was going to be the reservoir. Yeah. And did you see that talk with uh, Advanced Hydrocarbon Stratigraphy? The guy, it was like this third talk today. He was talking about one horizon and the wolf can't be, and it has this density difference in the horizon. You see heavy hydrocarbons in the bottom, lighter hydrocarbons in the top. And I imagine size, that's so important to seismic modeling and what P-Dog's talking about. Well, and density is one of those things, too. I, I forgot about another job that I had that was weird science. I do, love, <laughs> I do love companies that have science, either in their name, in their business. Um, Three-dimensional, full tensor, gravity gradiometry still rolls right off my tongue. It was to look for that density difference before we had reverse time migration. Huh. So, it, and, and looking for a density difference that is that sensitive, I mean, you know, I talked to Calvin yesterday and it's like the density tool, right, we have still yeah. is very sensitive. Yeah. So, looking for that unique density difference 
we will figure out a way between the medical industry that we share wow. information with and our industry yeah. and space, which are the things that I tell the kids at the science fair all the time, you know, find something in there that makes you interested. And of course, programming. Programming now, I mean, we were joking the other day about the little programmable calculators that we used to have in school. Programming now is the, the thing. Everybody needs to learn a little programming. So what, what's our time frame, Celeste? When, do we, when does the camera need to be back? Do we have like five, 10 minutes? Where are we at? I think it's 1040. It's 1034 already. That was quick. Ah, that was quick. Fast. See, we I have need, to do it again. Here he comes. I need more time. Okay. I need more time. Well, this event's talking about the next 100 years, right? That's what the panel discussion's all about. The next 100 years, what's it going to be like? You have all these fantasies. We have some fundamentals that we can still really work on that can help the next 100 years be more successful. What is it to you that can help get younger generation and that next wave of like true oil and energy finders? Like, where are we, are we missing the mark somewhere? Do it, where, where, well, what's going on? We ha I, you know, the oil and gas industry has always needed a better PR firm, right? Because usually the only time we make the news is when something bad happens. That's right. And 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 reality, you know, I just learned Scott Tinker is retiring. Yeah. Who is going to be? Talk oh, about man, no. talk about the spokesman for the for the energy poverty parts of the world. Right. right. Um, that's the thing. And and hydrocarbon is that thing that people will continue to use. I mean, I do think there's 100 years. I think there's 300 years more sure. of hydrocarbon. We've already shown that we can be more efficient with it. That's right. I mean, I think about my granddad's truck. I think it got about 12 miles a gallon. He right. used to joke about flushing it, you know, <laughs> like flushing the toilet when he would drive it. And now we're up to cars that are either hybrids that yeah. can go 50-some miles an right. hour. I mean, right. gallon. So I, I think that we will eventually see in, you know, Bless the person that can come up with a, a new engine and a new battery, but you know, Professor Goodenough spent his entire 96 years, I think, trying to figure out a new battery um, from the lithium to where we've got now. And and that's the other thing is the interesting thing to me about the whole electricity world. It still right now is powered predominantly by hydrocarbon, and that is where I think a lot of people don't quite understand. Right, it's being subsidized by reliable energy. It has energy been, right and now. and and it will continue okay. to be. So anyway, that's another thing is when you land in when you land in Midland now, you don't just see the 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 pads from drilling pads. Yeah. You now see this big swath of windmills. Yeah. So anyway. Question some of that too, but I did drive past Sweet Stillwater, and they use one of those big blades as a welcome to Stillwater. It's cool. Well, anyway, I love the industry. I love Texas. So, and I love there you, you Miss Sue. <laughs> I love you too, Troy. <laughs> Everyone's going to go back into the technical conference now. Can I get a three? This is highly anticipated three, two, one. We've been talking about this for a long time. Can okay. I get a three, two, one? Let's go. Yeah. Three, two, one. Let's, let's go! go. Enjoy the technical talks. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Sue. And see Perry at 1 o'clock. Yes, Perry's talk at 1 p.m. Thank you, Icon Science. Come get a goodie bag. <laughs> I'm taking the gum. You can't have the gum. You can have the gum. <laughs>